What's up, world? Welcome back to Authentically Us, the podcast where we talk about what it means to be authentic in everything that you do and every space that you occupy. Today, we are jumping in to real talks, but before we do so, shout out to MSW Media for having us on. I'm one of the co-hosts. I'm Conroy Smith, and I got my main man with me here. We got Tony. Tony, say what's up to the people, man. Yo, what is going on? As you know, it's your boy, Tony. So we in here. Let's go. Today we are doing another real talk. You guys have been rocking with us for these real talks. Tony, what are we talking about today? So today we're down in the music. Uh, you know, music has power. Music gives words to people. So we're just going to talk about the role of music in our lives and what it's done for us. Love that. So, Rory, um, what type of music have you have you grown up on? So it's interesting. Um, my first album I can remember ever getting was The Temptations. Um, I remember it was like a blue album. It had two CDs in it, and it was something that raised me so like oldies and soul is something i grew up on and that i love listening to it's definitely a part of me um and i i definitely have an old soul when it comes to music so i would say that kind of was my you know early beginnings and then obviously you know when we we grew up in pretty much high school and uh, middle school and all that stuff was like in the 2000s so we, we we came up with a lot of like dance music where i don't know about you but i was practicing you know soldier boy dances in in my basement oh yeah um you know young jock i think of like all <laughs> those like hip-hop hip-hop ones that yes we used to listen to and i also used to like battle rap a little bit because we you know we grew up in pennsylvania and battle rap was a big thing so you know, music, rap, hip hop, R and B. Oh my gosh, I didn't even talk about R and B. Come gosh. on, bro, how can you forget? R and B was like they don't. There's just no R and B nowadays. And like you know, the '90s, the 2000s. You know, Chris Brown. I feel like we've seen a lot of evolutions of music in in our lifetime. What about you? Like, what what did you grow up on? Like, do you have any like specific songs or albums that you're like oh this is childhood oh bro um yes boys to men oh uh, my, my mom would always be playing some boys to men um some you know uh i forget swl i think they're called swv swv yeah uh, but just you know a lot of R&B was always in the household. Um, but, and not to get deep, but, you know, that's how I do. Um, I remember one song, uh, called Wonderful by the band Everclear, um, that just talked about, uh, tension in the household. Um, you know, um, it is about this little boy that hated school, but 
what he hated worse was going home after school. Mm. Um, and like that, that was one of the songs that like when I think about my childhood and music always comes up for me. That and just the two of us by Will Smith. Yes. The, oh. Oh, bro. Those are definitely two that like carry me through my childhood. You know what's funny is I feel like growing up I didn't listen to lyrics as much, and the fact that you remember that song like spe- so specifically, I don't know if there's any songs I remember specifically for lyrics as opposed to more of how they make you feel. Like I remember an album. I remember this vividly. Um, it was like a Saturday morning because we were cleaning. It had to be a Saturday morning because we were cleaning, and I remember listening to Fifty Cent, "Get Rich or Die Trying." over and over and over because we didn't have like th- the lyrics that we could just google i had to write out the lyrics yeah writing out yes. lyrics to 50 cent get rich or die trying uh was it hate it or love it 21 questions um uh what's that song go 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 shawty it's, it's your, birthday. your birthday yes I wrote, I wrote out all those lyrics and I don't. I now I know what these songs mean, but that then right, I was just writing right. out the lyrics. Right, you were just vibing with it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we shouldn't have been listening to some of these songs." No. <laughs> Man, yeah, I I think music is has definitely shaped my life. I remember um, another vivid moment. We were in high school. And this is when I started going to church and stuff. And I remember how music would just, you know, move me in church. I would cry when we would go to church. Um, And I remember we had this track meet, and it was a big track meet for us. And I just remember listening to um, Victory, uh, maybe Hezekiah Walker. It was like a gospel song. And it just, like, overtook me with emotion. And I was warming up, and I I just had this presence that regardless of the outcome of this race, I have victory in Jesus. And I was very young, like maybe months as a Christian. And I was like, I don't know something about this song. Like I know I'm yeah. good. And I ended up winning the race. It was like, it was definitely a spiritual, it was a spiritual moment for me. It was right. Yeah. It was weird at the time. I understand it now, but like weird. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it's interesting that you say like, for you when you were young you just listened to music because it made you feel good whereas like ever since I can remember I always listened to lyrics and like um, I think I think I was so like emotionally disconnected from people that like these songs wonderful and uh, just the two of us dear mama keep your head up like these lyrics made me feel seen mm. and I was finally given language to all the inner turmoil I'd been feeling um, and so I've always gravitated towards lyrics over uh, beat or melody um, so wow. yeah you know what I, I actually remember any song that we would listen to like 
in the car or something, you would literally sing or rap every lyric. And now that you're saying that, that makes way more sense because I'm like, dang, Tony, you know this song? And it's like, you not just know this song. Like, you know the the lyric, like, yep. the, like all of that. So that makes so much more sense of like why the lyrics were so important to you. Like, I didn't really start reading lyrics until I started leading worship, to be honest. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I like the way, I don't know, I like the way music makes me feel. It always has been a feeling. Even when I play, like, now I play instruments and stuff like that. It's always been a feeling. Like, I play bass, and bass is a much, very much a feeling type of instrument. I love being able to play a note or play this rhythm a certain way to make people feel, uh, just feel something in their, like, in their soul. I don't know. That's always kind of been my thought process behind music. Yeah. And, you know, like, don't, don't get twisted. I, I like when, you know, music makes me feel good too, but like by far, like if I'm not captivated by lyrics within 10 seconds, I'm like, all right, next song. Whereas wow. like, yeah. Well, wow. and, and like, on the fatherlessness episode, I shared, like, of, you know, a song from an artist I follow, NF, had a song titled Mama. And I knew right from that title, the lyricism of that song was going to wreck me, which it did. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. So you probably don't like some of the music nowadays when they're, like, mumble rapping. Um, no, because <laughs> like I, I feel like the mumble, most mumble rap is just like not talking about anything real. Um, you know, I think one of the greatest songs that like has come out in the last six months is Joyner Lucas. He released a song called the "Devil's Work" too, mm-hmm. and like. In that song, he just gets so raw and honest about why does it seem like all the bad people are living while, like, these good people are dying. Um, And, like, I always say, like, that song is a modern-day psalm of lament. And it's so rich with lyrics that I'm, like... This this is what hip hop is. Wow, this is all news to me, but oh it makes my, yeah. so much sense that you're describing it this way. Because I'm like, this is why you like certain. I I can I get it. I get it now. <laughs> yep, yep. Wow. Um. So for you, um, you listen to a lot of you know worship music, but also a lot of secular music how how would they hit different and like can you find yourself worshiping to secular artists like not worshiping them but like finding their music bringing you closer to jesus Mm. you know what growing up uh especially in high school I, i was very i guess i could you could say religious where I was very rigid with my faith where I'm like, I'm not going to listen to anything secular. 
And, you know, I used to think trash in, trash out, which I still do think that. I do think, especially people who listen to music like me, um, and I guess like you too, like people who listen to music like, like me, where you're hearing the beat and the feel, it's like, but those words are going in and those words can also come out. So, you know, cause I DJ, I DJ weddings and stuff. And I also, you know, work in fitness where we're playing music all the time. Um, I, I, I don't find myself like worshiping or stepping closer to Jesus with, um, secular music and that I guess that could be a good thing or a bad thing, but I feel like in my mind, I separate it. I can separate it where when I'm worshiping and I'm listening to these songs, sometimes these songs that are written by Christian artists aren't necessarily bringing you closer to Jesus anyway, with like what they're saying. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and then, like, you know, some, some of these other artists, like you get like chants, right. Where, you know, he grew yep. up in the church and you can hear a lot of Jesus in his, in his rapping or even, you know, Kanye, when he came out with all his, uh, Jesus, what was it? Uh, Jesus King. Jesus is King album. It's like you hear Jesus in these in these albums, and some of these songs. It's like you hear Jesus in it, and I guess I look for the Jesus in people's song. There's this there's this uh, artist. He's called his name is Anise. Um, he's like a he he kind of came up through Instagram and TikTok, and we went to his concert a couple weeks ago, and you his music is very feely and very human. Like when you listen to the lyrics and I'm like, he had to grow up in church because you hear some of the things, one of his songs, he's talking about love, joy, peace, patience. And I'm like, that's the fruit of the spirit. And I'm like, right. there's Jesus in there. And I guess that's kind of like how I separate it. Now, when I'm at work, you know, teaching people about squats, I'm gonna play a squat song. You know, I might play some Megan. You know, I might play some Beyonce, stuff like that, and just have fun with it. But I guess I separate it in my mind. Right. Which I think can be a dangerous thing. You know, Jackie Hill Perry said this thing. She said, um, secular, like, people who listen to music for the beat are missing um, sometimes, like, the danger that that music can can have. Because some people are like saying like satanic prayers like in their songs yep and because the beat is fire we're listening to it over and over and over and over and then we wonder why you know some of our kids some of our youth are depressed and can't get out of this depressive state can't get out of this this anxiety and and stuff like that have you ever found yourself um like kind of stuck in a season because of maybe the music you were listening to uh yeah for sure um i i'm one of those people that like if i'm sad all i want to do is listen to sad music mm. um i want to be able to stay in uh that emotion um and like i think that's one of the beautiful things in music too right like if I have a depressing, sad playlist, that playlist isn't rushing me out of mm. my sadness and my grief or my anger. Like, I am staying in that until I'm ready to move out of that. 
and I processed it. So, yeah, I've, I've definitely stayed in, you know, seasons of emotions because of the music. And I think uh, for that reason, I've come out better in those seasons as well. Wow. I wasn't expecting you to say that. You know, real talk. Well, yeah, I guess because you're something you talked about in another podcast that we had um, was about sitting in those emotions and feeling those emotions. Because I for sure have used music to get me out of it. Right. You know, or even like sometimes when I don't feel like working out, I'm like, all right, let me turn on a song that will get me amped up, you know, or. You know, you go through those breakups and you listen to like, like I, I remember that Neo album where it was like straight breakup songs. So sick. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I loved it. Yes. Yes. And then, but then I'll like turn on like some Migos to like get me, <laughs> you know, pumped up. Or now like, I feel like Christian music has taken a turn. Um, to being a blend of genres and creativity. Right. Um, let me ask you this. Have you always liked Christian music? <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't grow up in the church. And so um, I, you know, for the longest time, didn't really care or know about Christian music because I barely knew about Christianity. Mm -hmm. Um, But I started listening to Christian music, Christian hip-hop in particular, our junior year. um, And my first album I ever listened to was When the Music Stops by Lecrae. Um, And from there... I listened to KJ52. Yes. Uh, yes. Right. Wow. KJ52, Tadashi, Thizzle. Um, yeah. Kenton Jones. Oh, my. I forgot <laughs> about him, bro. Um, so let's talk about Christian music and secular music because. I feel like often Christian music lacks creativity. Um, like I was thinking about this um, earlier today, even like I remember in high school, you would have a lot of Christian artists just doing parodies over secular. Um, yeah, like a track. secular beat or a song. Yeah, right. It to make it more Christian and like for me, I always got annoyed of that of like that's so lazy. Um, how have you seen Christian music, specifically hip hop, evolve from just parodies over secular music to like being in their own lane? You know, Lecrae talks about that a lot. You know, and how he. He essentially started, he kind of got wrapped up in that. Um, this is what Christian hip hop should sound like. 
And what I love about Lecrae, even Andy Mineo, is that they, they've been trying to drop the name Christian hip-hop for a long time and just become hip-hop because that's exactly what it is. And I feel like it's changed when they realized, hey, I just like to make music. I'm creative. And Lecrae talks about how he was making hip-hop before he became a Christian. <laughs> right. So I would say how it has changed is – and now people are just using their creativity like our podcast, right? I don't necessarily say we're a Christian podcast because we're not necessarily a Christian podcast. We are Christians who have a podcast. So a lot of our content right. what we say is Jesus. But I think like, you know, for hip hop, I think guys are just now like I think the the first switch I remember vividly was when Lecrae started doing songs with secular artists like right. uh, clothes. Church close, exactly. Or um, uh, what am I? Who am I thinking of? Not two chains. Was it two chains? No, uh, Ch- Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. He did a song with, and people like slammed him for it. Or even Tasha Cobbs doing a song with, uh, I think it was Nikki. Nikki, Nikki Minaj, and they slammed her for it. And it's like, why? Why would you slam them f- for being the Jesus out right. there? Right. Well, and. And I think it's also the dangerous dichotomy that we have set up of Christian versus secular. Um, it, if we serve a God that is God over all, isn't all music able to be Christian music? And so, like, why are we so afraid when these very talented artists are going and being the light of the world to Nicki Minaj, to Ty Dolla Sign. Like, you know, a- Andy Minio talks about he wants to go where the wild, where the wild ones are. And like, you know, that was Jesus of the Bible. But I think we as Christians forget that aspect of Jesus' ministry. First of all, shout out to Lecrae for kind of, he's like, he paved the way for. Yes, for sure. He, you know, he went, he, he took a lot of the heat for a lot of these Christian artists to be who they are now. Like, we had a Klesso on the podcast early on, and a Klesso probably couldn't be where he is right now without Lecrae. Right. And Oklesso even talked about him, you know, he's a he's an artist in Miami going into these studios rapping about Jesus while some of the other guys are smoking weed, drinking, and they're having conversations. He's able to be Jesus in these places right. because he's built for it, because he is a Christian who loves hip hop. Absolutely. Man, I we could talk about music all day. I, I did want to bring up one more thing. I um you know I think being a Christian is hard in the Christian community. And the reason why I say that is because we can't make mistakes. Um, I think about people like Dante Bowe, who people, I don't even know what they slammed him for. And now he's not part of Maverick City, but I watched his podcast about him and he was talking about how music, he's he's more free now because he doesn't have this Christian, um, what's the word, this Christian pressure to have to do or have to say a certain thing. And because he's still a Christian and 
he's making music because he's creative. I think he's going to reach more people because now he he has a worship album he's going to put out. He has like a dance album that he's going to put out but because he's a christian like you're going to hear jesus in that album but the beat might not sound like hillsong (laughs) (laughs) you know right and you know like again it's insane to me that like we we claim christ right like but we like forget most of what he taught like we forget that while we were sinners, keyword, while Christ died for us. Like, Christ didn't die hoping that one day we get it right before we come to him. No. Like, the standard is Jesus, but we will never hit that standard on this side of the kingdom. Therefore, let's freely make mistakes. Hear me. I'm saying freely. I'm not saying willingly, but freely make mistakes, knowing that there's no condemnation. There's no, you need to do better. No, that's that's not the gospel. The gospel is mess up, come to Jesus, and that's it. We need to stop striving and just start being Wow. And on that note, that was Real Talks, y'all. Um, again, we're going to continue to throw out these Real Talks, different topics, different conversations, and these are just uh, organic thoughts, organic conversation Tony and I are having, and you guys get to be on this journey with us. So continue to rock with us with Real Talks. Let us know. Shout out to MSW Media. Go to our link tree. Support us. We have Venmo, Zelle, Cash, whatever you want to do. We accept all funds. And we have merch. So, until next time, be authentic in everything that you do. Peace. Peace.